This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. Are you embracing new health in the new year? You're going to meet somebody who can help you, Brittany Williams. She has a new book called Instant Loss, Eat Real, Lose Weight, How I Lost 125 Pounds. She actually lost more than that. And it includes 100 recipes for your Instant Pot. Did you get the Instant Pot for the holidays? I saw the funniest Facebook post. My friend, Ro... And her friend, Holly, they're best friends forever, a picture of them around Christmas time exchanging gifts. They both gave each other the same Instant Pot. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Um, The Instant Pot, I don't have one. I have a rice cooker in the basement that I don't even know how to use these pressure things. I never had a crock pot that worked. Um, But I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Instant loss. Eat real, lose weight. Here's the thing. Brittany Williams is just adorable and so, 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 so smart. If she can lose 125 pounds on her own, just doing her own thing, we can all join in. And you know what? Right now I'm on a 30-day cleanse. I'm going to tell you what that's all about. But first... Starring front and center in Shine On, the health and happiness show this morning, it's Brittany Williams. So what does it feel like to lose 125 pounds? Um, For a long time, I felt like I was trapped in my body. Like there were so many things that I wanted to do, but I couldn't because it was physically painful or because I was so tired all the time. I just struggled with a lot of fatigue. I also had an autoimmune disease that's very common, hypothyroid disease. And so I used that as an excuse for a lot of years. Well, I can't lose weight because I have this disease. And yes, it, it absolutely makes things more difficult, but I really want to spread a message of encouragement and positivity and let people know that just because you're predispositioned to something, it doesn't mean that that's your your final lot in life, that you have to be stuck there. Like you can still be proactive and change your circumstances. Right. Don't accept it. So are you on thyroid medication? Not anymore. I've actually been in remission for two and a half years now. After I changed my diet about three months in, I, so I'll backtrack. I was on Synthroid for over 10 years. And um, and after I started changing my diet and I got away from processed foods and I switched to more whole foods, and I keep things really simple. In my mind, it's just eat real food. So if it comes from the earth and it's natural, I eat it. If it's made in a lab, most of the time I opt not to eat that thing. But when I started making over my diet about three months in, I noticed any time I take my medication, I shake really bad. And so my doctor said, well, let's take you to a lower dose. And we went to a lower dose and it, it, I was still over medicated at that point. So she said, let's pull you off of it. And we pulled me off of it. And my numbers were totally regulated. My thyroid had kicked back in and started functioning like it, it needed to. And the body's just an incredible thing because it, it actually has healing properties. It can heal itself if we fuel it right. Wow. That makes me want to cry. I'm very, very happy for you. And I'm very, very happy for anybody who is listening and gets inspired by your story today. How many times did you try to lose weight before you finally got on this success path? Oh, 
too many times to count. I, I started, I was obese by the time I was about 15 years old. And then I was morbidly obese by the time I was 17. So from the time that I was in high school, losing weight was always something that was forefront in my mind. And I also had parents that were overweight and they were always on this up and down cycle of yo-yo dieting, which looking back um, instilled in me a lot of bad patterns and behaviors because to me, eating healthy, it was always something that you did to lose weight. It wasn't something that you did to live a healthy life or nourish your body because your body needs certain nourishment. It was just a means to an end. And, and that really put me in a negative headspace because anytime I was eating well, I was dieting. And so I had to get away from that. And I had to reassign value to, to healthy food, the value that it's supposed to have, and begin working toward uh, a different outcome, which was not I'm doing this because I want to be skinny or because I want to lose weight, but I'm eating well because this is the nourishment that my body needs and I want to live the best possible life that I can have. All right. That is an idea that I'm going to ask you to repeat because it's huge. I think so many people, when they eat well, liken it to a diet, but you've chosen to eat well just because that's what we're supposed to do. Right? right? Is that did I did I rephrase that and repeat that correctly? Absolutely. Yes, that and that has become my my main driving purpose here. So it doesn't matter what the scale does. The scale can stay up. It can go down. It it doesn't dictate my dictate my mood. It doesn't make me happy or sad. It's whatever it is, you know. I've let my body come into its own. So also, when I started making these changes, a lot of people will ask you, well, what's your goal weight? You know, what are you trying to get to? How much weight are you trying to lose? That didn't even come into the equation for me when I made over my lifestyle in this way, because I firmly believed if I just feed my body the way it needs to be fed, if I give it the food that it needs and requires, it's going to naturally even out at the healthiest weight that it's supposed to be for itself. Because our bodies are designed to do that naturally and so I that's that's what I did and I kind of stopped trying to lose when I hit a, around 160 pounds I'm five foot three for a frame of reference but um, I kind of stopped trying to lose around 160 and then my body naturally just released about another 30 pounds after that and I, I'm just letting it do do what it does and I'm 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 eating well I'm not tracking calories I'm not counting macros I'm not doing keto I'm not just eating real whole foods in modest portion sizes. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman is making so much sense, I want to scream. I just want to scream. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for everything you're saying today. Instant loss. Eat real, lose weight. There's an Instapot in the background, you know, spoiler alert. So you're going to have some great <laughs> recipes in here. Um, but serious question, and I hope you don't mind me prying around in your in your life, but I really want to know. You don't have to answer this. When you lost 125 pounds, did you become an outsider in your own family? It was interesting. People definitely regard you a bit differently. Um, and there was a struggle within my immediate family just because not everybody was on the same plane that I was at right. that point, you know, and they could see it and they could see the sense that it, that it makes. But a lot of times 
I, I liken it to being like a prophet in your own town, like Jesus, you know, like Jesus was a prophet in his own town, but he had to go outside of his own town for anybody to listen to him. A lot of times when you grow up with people and they're the people that are around you, you know, you can be looked at as a thing or somebody that has these answers. And obviously, like, now I have this book and I have this platform and I spread this message. But the people that are closest to me can't really receive that message from mm-hmm. me, which is t- totally fine, because I know that in my own life, I'm the same exact way with with different things. And so I just know that I have to allow everybody to have their own space. They'll come to it in their own time if they ever come to it at all. You know, some revelations are are just for us alone and they're not for everybody. And but yeah, it, it has been a weird thing trying to navigate this lifestyle change and with how I'm so different now and not only do I look different and I feel different but I'm doing different things like my activities are different than they were before because now I like to get outside and I like to climb mountains and I like to hike and run and and have all of this activity and that was not the girl that I was before right you know what they say I don't know who said it but I've repeated it a lot you cannot be a guru in your own neighborhood yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's, it's so, so true. true. You like Jesus, you got to take that out of town. Okay, yeah. so um <laughs> The, the the book is wonderful, and we're going to get to some of the uh, recipes, and and I love your philosophy. But I want to ask you this. Aside from growing up in a family of overweight people, um, why did you eat? Why were you overweight? Was that the only reason, I guess I'm asking? I think I just didn't have the tools. And when you grow up, like my mom was a full-time working mom. I was the oldest of seven kids, so it was very budgetary for us as well, like, we would go to the store and we'd buy the cheapest loaf of white bread because that's what was cheapest. We didn't really look at the nutritional content. And um, and so I think that it was just instilled in me that it, it that eating wasn't really tied to health. Like, eating was tied to weight loss. And so I just ate how I grew up, like how my parents taught me to eat. And then when I got married um, and I went shopping with my husband for the first time and I put the cheapest loaf of white bread in the cart, he was like, no, Mm. (laughs) we don't, we don't eat that. We eat this one because look, it has these whole grains and it's not bleached and it's not heavily processed. And look, it doesn't have all these processed sugars. And, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I had never looked at a nutrition label before. I'd never read the ingredients on a package before. I just always kind of blindly trusted that, oh, these manufacturers, they've got our back. They're not going to put anything in there that would hurt us. Not real, really having this blind faith in these companies that they really don't have our best interests in mind. Most of them design food to enslave us, to addict the mind. And so if, if we get away from those processed sugars and if we, if we can start weeding these things out of our diet, overall we're going to have a, a, a much healthier life because we're not going to be craving those foods anymore. So my husband really helped me starting off and he wasn't judgmental and he wasn't like, oh, we need to do this because, you know, you need to be healthy or lose weight. He never, never once. Um, but he did just gently encourage me, like, hey, instead of buying this bread, let's buy this one instead. And instead of, you know, skippy peanut butter that has tons and tons of sugar and all of these added 
ingredients in palm oil. You know, we're going to grab this one that's organic and only made with peanuts. You know, what a novel idea. (laughs) And so slowly just started making changes like that in the the beginning of our relationship. And my eyes started to be open. And and then I started to read a little bit more about nutrition because my interest was peaked. And I started watching documentaries on, on Netflix about nutrition, which kind of amped me up even more. And I started to begin accumulating all of this knowledge over a period of time. Like a lot of people think that one day I just woke up and decided, hey, I'm going to eat healthy. And I then I lost 125 pounds. And it's not that simple. You know, instant loss doesn't really stand for instant weight loss. I just put instant pot because that's the tool that I use to get dinner on the table really quickly. Um, and weight loss together because that's what people knew me for. And it was a split second decision. But it's really not... Uh, an instant process. It. I. I spent eight solid years acquiring this knowledge, learning about food, learning about nutrition, kind of experimenting with my body to see what worked and didn't work. And then in 2017, I decided, you know what? I've had enough. I have all of this knowledge. I know what I'm supposed to do. Now it's time to put it into action. And 2017, losing 125 pounds, that was really the representation of me putting all of that knowledge that I garnered and put and, and had at my disposal into action. And 125 pounds weight loss was just the result. Right. Right. And it's a whole person. You lost a whole person. I'm actually officially half my size now because since then, I mean, I've been maintaining for the last couple years, um, but I did add some exercise in because at first it was solely nutrition because I was not athletic in the slightest. I was the girl that walked the mile in gym classes. All the gym teachers screamed, run! Mm. (laughs) And And so I was not athletic, but I started adding adding little workouts and running and, and as I mentioned before I love to hike now and as a result of that I lost another five pounds over the last couple of years and so my my weight loss now totals 130 pounds wow. and at my highest I was 260 pounds so I'm officially now half my size wow all right shut up <laughs> <laughs> I say it with love I love you Brittany Williams is our guest insta insta loss eat real lose weight pardon my shortness I'm on a 30-day cleanse, you know? I'm on a 30-day oh, cleanse. Um, so, oh, I feel for you. Oh, no, it's it's okay. It's okay. It makes me a little snappy. You said something so important, and I want to, you said many important things, but I want to go back to another point when you said, how many times have we put something in our mouths and somebody says, you know how they make that? And you say, oh, well, they, you know, they couldn't make it if it was bad for us. Right. We think that food companies care about us most mm-hmm do not. Most do not. They're putting some terrible things into the food, and we're so naive to think, well, they couldn't sell it if it was bad. Yeah, they sell a lot of things that are bad. A lot of things that are bad. Buyer beware. Uh, Instant Loss is the book. Brittany Williams is the genius behind it. Now, I just skimmed through this before, and I saw 21 Days of Smoothies. What are you Mm -hmm. suggesting here? That we should do smoothies for 21 days? So that's just a meal prep suggestion. And that a lot of people come to me and they say, I don't know how to make it work. My family life's too hectic. And I can't, you know, make smoothies in the morning and chop all the things because I'm running out the door. And so my suggestion is we'll prep them ahead of time. Do 21. Um, You can do freezer bags. You can do wax bags if you don't want to have the waste. 
um, and you can store them in your freezer. And then for 21 days, you have them already prepped. All you have to do is dump it into your blender, add a little bit of water, and then take your smoothie out the door. Um, so I, I try to incorporate these little ideas throughout the book to make meal prep easier. 90% of the recipes can be made in 30 minutes or less. I really developed this book with busy families in mind um, for the working parents, for the parents who get home and it's 9 o'clock and everybody's hungry and those, those nights that you would go through the drive through on your way home instead of coming home and right. saying, all right, I have like 15 minutes. I have to get dinner on the table. What can I make? And all, like I said, 90% of the recipes can be made in 30 minutes or less. A lot of times you're only going to be spending 15 minutes and you're going to have it from the pot to the dinner table. Yeah. In no time. Brilliant. You know, my husband and I, we don't have kids, but we're super busy people. And on those busy days, he'll call and say, I'm going to pick up, you know, from our favorite takeout place. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's twice a week. When you're trying to eat your healthiest, that's not the greatest thing in the world. Um, I just I just learned this week on my cleanse that you can cut up avocado and freeze it. You can freeze it and then it's ready to dump into. So instead of your avocados going bad on your kitchen counter, uh, you can Mm -hmm. have it ready for your smoothie. And that's what I tell the people same thing with your with your greens, with your spinach, or you know who hasn't bought kale with the best of intentions to a week later find it wilting in the drawer and going, well, I can't eat this; it's all wilted now. No, just chop that stuff up, put it in a freezer bag, and toss it in your smoothies or stir it into a soup or stew. It's going to rehydrate it, and it'll and it'll be fine. And so I, I tell people, don't be afraid of your freezer; use it as a tool. Like you said, with the avocados, chop those up if they're going bad, or if you have bananas on the counter that are overripe, stick them in a freezer bag, add them to your smoothies. Wonderful. You have an adorable family. These these three three kids and a cutie husband. Um, yeah, he's super cute. <laughs> super cute, you guys. I'm so glad that you're all together and happy and making uh, wonderful things for us. Do I need this instant pot? I would say it was a, it was a necessity for me. So my my husband bought me my pressure cooker seven years ago now. I can't even believe it's been that long. Um, but because I was always complaining that I didn't have enough time to make dinner. And I'm a serial procrastinator. So I will have the best of intentions. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to make dinner. And then I'll forget to take the chicken out to thaw. And then if the chicken's not thawed, then it's going to take eight hours in the crock pot. You know? And so I decided, okay, I need something else. So he got me the electric pressure cooker, and it's really a marvel because you can be a procrastinator. You can forget to take the chicken out of the freezer and then just toss it in the pot with your veggies, with whatever else. I I like to make this thing called salsa chicken where all I do is I toss frozen chicken breast in the pot. I put some salsa in there, maybe a little bit of chicken stock and some taco seasoning. You seal it up. You cook that chicken for 30 minutes. In 30 minutes, it's perfectly shreddable. You just shred it right up. You can use it in tacos. You can put it on salad. It's it's incredible. And it solved my procrastinator problem because I'm, so before all of this, I was a musician. And what are musicians known for? Being kind of lazy. And I'll admit it. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of a lazy girl. And so I, a lot of times, I just don't want to cook. I'll have the time. I'm like, well, I could get up and do it now, but I just really don't want to. And so it's like the lazy girl's best friend. Well, well, uh, Eric, I I didn't, you know, this, here's an aha that you can 
can dice up the chicken breast when you bring it home from the store and then put that in the freezer so it's ready to go in the Instant Pot. I would never think of that. And I didn't oh, I realize I didn't realize musicians were lazy. I mean, drummers, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of us, and I'd have to say probably 90% of us are pretty lazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's because you're so, you know, creative and, and genius-like. So uh, what was your, what, when you are a musician, what does that look like? Oh, I was a, so I was a, a singer-songwriter for a bit, and I led worship at a church, and, and my life has really evolved now since having children, especially because I just didn't have a lot of time for it anymore. But in, in my spare time, I still do a, a little bit here, here and there. But yeah, my, my life was pretty wild before. Mm, and what does your husband do? I'm just being nosy now. No, that's right. He he was he's a well-educated man. <laughs> he was an engineer and he worked for a, a defense contractor for the government. He did like energy weapons and worked on aircraft for the Air Force. Ooh, so is he retired now or just we can't talk about what he does because it's very secret? Well, he still can't talk about it because it's very secret, but he is retired now. He's home full-time. He helps me with Instant Moth and we homeschool our kids, so he's home helping with all of the day-to-day. He's kind of taken on the stay-at-home mom role and where I'm more in the, the workforce now. All right. Anything else our listeners need to know about the world of Brittany Williams? <laughs> I, I would say that if you are making a New Year's resolution this year and you're going to resolute to do anything, resolute to take it easy and to take it one step at a time. You know, Rome really wasn't built in a day and a lot of times we have all of these novel ideas and we want to, we want to see change fast so we incorporate way too much too soon and we end up getting overwhelmed and most New Year's resolutions are quit, they're done by, by week two of January you've already failed and I don't want you or anybody else to think of this as a success or a, a failure. This is your life. And so we need to look at it in those terms. And if you're trying, you're succeeding. If you're trying, you're succeeding. That is Brittany Williams. Her latest book is called Instant Loss, Eat Real, Lose Weight. It helps to have an instant pot, but you know, you don't need one. I don't know. It feels like they're required tools for life right now. But great recipes in here. Teriyaki chicken and mango mahi barbecued fish tacos. Jicama tostados. Oh, I love to say jicama. I don't really know what it is, but I like saying it. Uh, Roasted eggplant with pork ragu. You can do this. You can do it. You can do it. Instant loss. Eat real, lose weight. Yes, I'll give you a copy of the book. Email me from the website, casey.co. So what's new in Casey Land? Uh, Let It Shine, Inc. Moving forward, our kickoff party is March 8th. This is the foundation that we started just before Thanksgiving. It's going to give small grants and gifts to women in need. Buy the t-shirt. Pick up the candle, our signature candle at events. Thank you, J. Mark Jewelers in Cold Spring. They are creating a signature piece of jewelry. Beautiful angel wings, and you can get it in silver, you can get it in gold, you can get it with the gemstone, and a part of the proceeds will benefit the mission. Gathering love and giving it away. How cool is that? Now, yes, I'm still doing a ton of the public speaking and the weekend retreats. I start February 1st at Graymore in Garrison. It's a Women's Day of Prayer. No, we're not going to be on our knees all day, although we will visit three separate chapels and have time for prayer and reflection. We're going to talk about just getting closer to spirit, to creator. 
No matter what faith you are, this day is food for your soul. So please join me February 1st. It is the first of four days of prayer I am hosting this year. So, so honored to do that. And then the final weekend in February, it's a leap weekend. We are going to unlock your potential February 28, 29, March 1st at Marion-Dale, and that's in Ossining. So join me for a day. Join me for a weekend. Just join me. Casey.co. Read my blog. I don't know. Let's hang out. But first, I promised I'd tell you about the 30-day cleanse I'm on. I'm doing it with my friend Patty. I love my friend Patty so much. If she said, let's eat rocks for 30 days, I'd say, okay. So Patty says, I'm doing this 30-day cleanse. It's through Arbonne. Now, I don't need to put any money in Arbonne's pocket. I'm just saying, it's Arbonne. And it's okay. It's shakes and protein bars and these little Fit Chew candies. It seems to be high-quality stuff. You know, you have a couple of shakes and a sensible meal, but it's all clean. It's no dairy. I think no wheat. Definitely no alcohol. They say no caffeine, but I gotta sneak a cup of coffee every now and then. You know what I mean? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And you know, let me see, I'm like 10, 12 days in. The weight is not flying off by any means, but there is a glimmer now. When I look in the mirror, there is a glimmer. I can almost imagine the body I used to have. 15, 20 pounds ago. That's something, right? That's something. And you know, the first 12 days were the hardest. And I'm on this to like February 3rd or something. I don't know. But Patty and I, we're texting all the time. We're sending each other pictures of her shakes. It helps. It helps. I can't do anything without support, which is why I created the Facebook page, A Circle of Women, and A Circle of Prayer, and A Circle of Sweat. Join us. I need you. All right, our thought for the day comes from This Is How by Augustine Burroughs, who wrote, All improvements, transformations, achievements, liberations, everything you want to change about yourself and your life, everything you want to make happen, any obstacle you want to overcome, any crisis you must survive, the prerequisite is being able to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you feel and not pretend to feel something you don't. Shana. You've been listening to Shana on the Health and Happiness Show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.